Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So we got more movement. We got some chaos in the world of football. We are going to get into all of it coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh, is it, it is already Wednesday. Uh, and uh, it feels like the week is flying by. But how the hell are we feeling here on a hump day? How are we feeling? Yeah, it's good. Yeah? It's real good. Fired up? Yeah. yeah, feeling good, man. Excited? Feeling good. Jacked? Feeling good. To the gills? To uh, the gills. Are, by the way, are you starting to get the itch uh, with football coming around? Does your body clock start to change a little bit? Like all of a sudden it's in July, August is coming, the smell of the grass, uh, practices, all that stuff. Doesn't it get you charged up? Like thinking about all the glory days back in the day. Does yours, Jonas? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I mean, th- like this is the way I operate. I'm a football guy through and through. All right, okay. so you know, I mean, you, I don't know what you guys were into when you were growing up, but that's uh, I'm just a football guy all the way through. So I, I, I have to go back to the Midwest to get those smells and those feels and everything else mm. that goes along with it. So. Yeah. Um, so by the a little different in Florida. 
<laughs> no. It smells a little different when you got that money. Hey, That's when it smells different. You know here's, I mean? how, it, here's how it always smelled to me in, uh, in Southern California when we go out. It smelled like paint. It always smelled like they were painting the field green to make it look like it was actually green. <laughs> that is true. And it's hard to smell out here. A lot of people yeah. still wear masks. But again, uh, we leave that alone and we Jeez. move right on. Oh, come on, we're just busting balls. Sorry. God bless Lee. Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you still need to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Uh, speaking of uh, of the West Coast, uh, what do we think of uh, the latest uh, quote-unquote chaos of the world of college football? According to Brady's buddy Dennis Dodd at CBS, uh, the Big 12 is in deep discussions about adding six Pac-12 teams, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah. The other two would be Oregon and Washington based on the conversation we were having yesterday, uh, but that is the the latest uh, discussion out there. Now, the Pac-12 came out and said that they've got this. Uh, they're already negotiating uh, their media rights deal coming up <laughs> okay. in 2024. We got this. Uh, it just like the, the whole. Th- I, it feels like everybody's trying to come up with some sort of move to to follow up on what the SEC and the Big Ten, Big Ten have done. But it seems like a lot of people are way off, uh, including the uh, the the Big 12 and also uh, most notably the Pac-12, based on the past couple of years imagine being the pac-12 george klivakov i believe is how you pronounce it uh, imagine being them right now and trying to have a negotiation with a tv network and they're like uh how many teams do you guys have <laughs> i mean <laughs> we know you're not gonna have usc and ucla we know that uh, i just read a report six more teams from your conference are looking at leaving what are we negotiating here like should you go back to your household and make sure you've got like however many teams you're looking at as part of your conference. Like, I don't even know how you could make a statement like, "Well, we're negotiating a new team." Negotiating what? You don't even know what your conference is going to look like in the next year. And how could you even possibly tell a TV network that? So, it's it's poor planning. It's poor posturing. It's once again, I mean, and I'm not throwing this on George, but you know, it was started by Larry Scott. We we've talked about that. It's just crazy to me how pe- there's two trains of thought that I think are so you know misplaced in this whole conversation. It's first off the thinking that the Pac-12 is going to exist in any capacity that's going to allow them to be competitive with the rest of Big Ten, SEC, ACC, even Big Twelve conferences. They're just they're not going to be able to negotiate a deal for the TV rights that's going to surpass any of those other conferences. Now, the other thing that's interesting is all those who are like, that's right, we get Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, <laughs> Utah, you put Oregon and Washington in there, we're going to have a super conference of 18 teams. You're like, okay, but here's the problem with that. What TV network's going to pay you more just because you have more teams? No one. It, this was never about, for ESPN and Fox, it was never about – trying to create this super conference of all these teams. It was trying to get and consolidate the brands. It was trying to consolidate all these top teams? brands of the SEC. All these teams, the super teams, 30 teams, <laughs> however many teams we could have. It, it, was, it was never about that. It was always about consolidating the bigger brands and taking college football from what was a regional product and making it a national product. Like, where this is going is, is, and this is where we're at, college football is the number two most consumed sport for TV networks. 
that they could sell advertising off of. So outside of the NFL, which reigns supreme, then it's college football. And so every network, whether it's ESPN or Fox, even probably NBC Sports, CBS Sports, which is why they're part of the Big Ten rights bidding, they're all trying to gobble up some of these rights so they can showcase them through those four big-time windows, right? Noon, 3.30, 7, and then 10, which they can charge all on a Saturday. But on top of that, the gambling. Even what will eventually be you know, coming down the road for, you know, what is a sport that's still you know, an amateur sport, there's still a lot of gambling involved as, as that rolls out oh, state yeah. by state. So there's a ton of money to be made in all of this, but it only really creates a draw if you have a national brand. And so is Arizona, Arizona State a national brand? No. Or Colorado or Utah? No. So the Big 12 can bring them on and act like having 18 teams is, is, is a good thing. The problem is you're dividing up all the revenue they're being paid for their TV networks mm. with additional teams. And so instead of high tides raise all boats, it's well, low tides also lower all boats. Like, and that's, that's essentially what's happening here. So that's one of the biggest misnomers is just having a bunch of teams in a conference makes you more powerful. It doesn't. Right now it's the SEC and the Big Ten because their TV rights deal is going to be the healthiest and they're going to put, you know, pro- provide the most to those teams in those conferences. And so I, I think the theory that, oh, the SEC wants to take a bunch of ACC teams. No, not unless they value them for some reason. Not unless they're, they're a brand that they think is valued nationally or helps them grow their geographical map, however you want to you know, phrase it. I, I, don't, I don't know that they have any uh, desire to expand at this point. See, I think the ACC would be the, the conference that, that these other conferences would go after. I mean, the Big Ten and the SEC have already went into the ACC and taken teams. I just wonder why, why focus in on the pack. I mean, I I get it the the geographical, you know, advantages of it. I guess in terms of expanding your your footprint, but I'm with you if you're talking about brand and style of, of football, specifically. No, not not taking, you know, basketball into consideration. I think if you solely take football into consideration, I don't I don't know Oregon. Sure, I think I think Oregon would probably make sense. Um, because they moved the needle. Uh, I, I, I guess you could say Utah. Um, but I just, you know, when you think about going after all like six teams out of the pack, I don't, I don't understand why that would be the movement either other than to think that, do you believe that the product, like not going into it, but but actually getting into it and saying, okay, look at the brand of football that has become the Big 12. You know, these games are entertaining. There's, there is parody and, and competition. It, you know, if that's what they're leaning on and that's what they're hoping for, then I guess you're taking a calculated risk so to speak, but I'm with you on that one. If if it doesn't if it doesn't prove out to be a product that's an investable product, because I don't think that it's a okay. You do have these teams now. They're coming to the uh, to the uh, Big Twelve. Boom. Let's 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 get let's do a bigger TV deal. I think you're going to have to have time to prove that the product that you're putting out there is worth getting behind and and worth investing in. Right. I mean, none of the conferences or excuse me, none of the schools that bring into the Big 12 conference 
or any that you consider a, a powerhouse. I mean, even as, as, as competitive as Oregon has been, they still haven't got to the, you know, they haven't climbed the mountain and been able to actually win one. Yeah. And so I, I think that's the hard part is, you know, you're kind of looking at like the recent history of college football playoff. They, they've gotten there. They just haven't been able to win one. Um, here's why, if you're the SEC, there's not a need to necessarily bring on an ACC school for the one reason I just said. You're paying out your, to your teams, what, $60 million a year, something like that. Why would you want to bring another team in there that you don't feel like is bringing value for football? And mind you, I, I didn't say college basketball because college basketball doesn't bring TV revenue. It just doesn't. Until we get to March Madness, college basketball doesn't bring the revenue we're talking about. It's, it's, a, it's a three-week sport now. It, it is. And it's, it's college football that brings the revenue. It's the regular season that brings all the revenue. And they haven't figured out a way to allow the postseason, not, not, not bowl season, but even the college football playoff, to bring the revenue to justify until they expand and go to a model that looks more like the NFL and they, and they can get more advertising dollars out of it and get more people bidding on it. It, it's not, it, again, this is, all, this is all moving towards the NFL model, if you really look at it. But it's the regular season that's provided all the value for college football. And so back to the, you know, the question of, well, hey, why would an ACC team not get gobbled up by the SEC? Well, look at who's behind the movement of USC and UCLA. You could say it's the Big Ten. It's Fox. It, it, it's Fox trying to make sure that their windows are, are aligned at, at noon, 3.37, 10 p.m. They, and they've got the inventory to do that, right? And so if you look at what's behind the SEC and those moves from Texas, Oklahoma, it was ESPN. And so ESPN owns the rights to the ACC. ESPN owns the rights to the SEC. They don't need a team to move from the ACC to the SEC just so they can pay them more per year for the rights, right? <laughs> like, I, and I don't know if the SEC wants that. Like, there might, be, there might be a school or two they're targeting and they might want to go after. But to think there's going to be this mass exodus right now just because of this move of USC and UCLA – I, I don't know that, like the Big Ten and SEC, which are sitting pretty, are like, yeah, we want to divide up this pot more. Like, we want someone who's going to come in and bring what we can guarantee is going to be viewership and value. And, and I'm not saying this because I'm biased, but like Notre Dame is the only brand out there that will. Yeah. And outside of that, like, there's just, there's not going to be the type of movement, I don't think, to the Big Ten and to the SEC that people are thinking that they're going to become all these teams, all these super companies. Like, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. With, it's just not going to happen. With, with all these, uh, so the, the Big 12 and the Pac-12 trying to basically make counterattacks on, on what, you know, the Big 10 and SEC has done. Like, Notre Dame's value has only gone up, correct? As far as that, if that, that's the team, if you want name brand in your conference, a team that's out there, because we, they can add, listen, Oregon's nice, but Oregon's Nike. Like when people think right. of Oregon, they think of Nike. Yeah. They're not they even on different cool uniforms. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like it's, it's all gimmicks and, and uniforms. Yeah, and the duck and the push ups and all that. But yeah. like, no, like none of those teams, duck. if you put all six of those teams together, none of them comes even close to the name brand that Notre Dame does. So I'm just wondering, what's Notre Dame's next move? Like, are are they basically I, I, waiting I, to see I, what happens? Yeah, they're waiting to see what happens with the Big Ten. Because you have to think about look at, look at it this way. Right now, you're going to have two, uh, essentially either two or maybe three networks, and there could be a streaming portion of it that ends up you know, helping their teams profit off of. But you're going to end up with Fox and or ESPN and or maybe a, a combination of NBC Sports and CBS Sports, right, that end up having college football, having Big Ten rights. And so whoever gets left out of that, let, let's say it's, it's you know, Fox and ESPN, which is what it has been. If NBC Sports and CBS Sports get left out, then that puts a lot of leverage 
or, or gives a, I, I puts the, the ball in Notre Dame's court to then say, okay, we can continue to be independent, and we can have NBC Sports and CBS Sports bid on our home games. Now, the question then becomes, what conference are we affiliated in? We, we know that the ACC, as of right now, all their teams have given away their grant of rights till 2036. That's a long time. And so the penalty to get out of that, it is expensive, but I'll tell people this. There are companies that finance these schools to get out of it. So it's not that hard to get out of it. If you find a place that you're going to that's going to provide you the revenue that you're looking for from that, from that TV deal, from the conference, right? So it's not impossible. It's just you, know, you have to jump through some hoops to do it. So you could have a scenario where you've got NBC Sports, CBS Sports bidding on you, maybe Fox 2, I don't know, but you've got a market now. So yeah, maybe you can drive up what is the value of your you know, you know, five to, to six home games a year for Notre Dame and remain independent with a soft ACC affiliation. Or you have a scenario where they all of a sudden change the college football playoff parameters and they leave you on the outside looking in. At that point, you, they kind of force your hand. Or if, if Fox might say to Notre Dame now, hey, you know, you, you can wait and you can figure things out once your TV rights deal is up with NBC Sports and renegotiate with them and CBS and all that. But just so you know, if you want the best deal, you've got to join now. And if you don't join now, the deal's not going to look as good as your rights when they come up. Because once your rights come up, then that deal's going to go away because we're not going to allow you to play NBC Sports, CBS Sports off of us. You know, those conversations will happen. So, uh, honestly, it could go either way. They have leverage because I think there's going to be people who want those home games if they get left out of the Big Ten. But that doesn't mean that Fox, who holds a lot of the cards in the Big Ten, couldn't just say to them, hey, yeah, some things have changed. You know, we, we had a nice offer for you a few years ago, but that's not the case now. You know, and, and, and maybe that doesn't look as quite as lucrative as it might look to them right now like it does USC and UCLA. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. We're going to have more on this uh, college football chaos coming up later on in the show. Petros Papadakis is going to stop by. Uh, we'll try and uh, talk some sports with them. I'm sure that'll go off the rails. We've also got the usuals, in case you missed it, the good, the bad, and the ugly, our midweek awards, and the BQ News. It's all yours as we take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Up next, though, uh, we got a little bit of insight into why somebody decided to return and how it all went down according to a teammate in the NFL. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. Hey, everybody. It's LeVar here just wanted you guys to know i've been feeling really really good my health and my wellness is important to me and you know what i've started using ag green i've been i've been using ag greens for ag1 excuse me for a while now all right it's been i've been taking it in mornings it helped jump starts my my immune system my metabolism with one delicious scoop of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole foods source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens 
This special blend of ingredients, well, it supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all right? And it costs you less than $3 a day, super affordable. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, and it still tastes really good. It supports better sleep quality, recovery, all right, supports mental clarity and alertness. To make it easy on you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash two pros. That's the number two. Go to athleticgreens.com slash two pros. Take ownership over your health and pick up that ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up later on this hour, uh, we could uh, have the potential return. The potential return of a quarterback in the NFL. We'll get into the latest details, the rumors uh, that uh, one member of the show is going to be very excited about coming up uh, in about 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so uh, Mike Evans, the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks uh, star wide receiver, was uh, talking recently. Uh, about uh, you know potentially going into the Hall of Fame, and uh, obviously that's something uh, I think everybody wants to be a part of. But he's talking about getting into the Hall of Fame, and if you look at his numbers, um, I feel like he's on the way there. Maybe a couple of more seasons, but then you start to break down. He's got the Super Bowl. He's got over 600 career catches, uh, multiple time Pro Bowler, and. The one thing that stands out about him, I you never hear this guy being a diva. Like I've never heard one story about Mike Evans being an a hole. Like ever one time in his career. Uh, but in talking about that, how do you guys think about Mike Evans' uh, chances of being a Hall of Famer one day? Where do we stand on Mike Evans? I mean, one, the yeah. dude has always had a thousand yard receiving season since the end of the league. He's just he's just a walking thousand yard receiving season. Four time Pro Bowler. I think he's um, I think he's been up for. All pro. I think he's what been maybe second team all pro yeah, uh, before once, in his yeah. career. Yeah. But I mean, dude, he's he's as, he's as quietly as good of a receiver as you'll find in the NFL. That never gets enough props or credit. He he plays banged up. He, he doesn't really miss a ton of games. You know, I, I think he he missed a few games back a, a few years ago. But that's about it, man. I mean, he'll miss one here or there. But he's he's been really 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 consistent and really really good. I, I think. If he keeps this up, like he's going to be worthy of that. I mean, how many years has he played now? Seven, eight? Uh, yeah, because he, he came in the league in 2014. God, you're right. He's had over 1,000 yards every year. He's had 1,000 yards every Jesus. single year. Like if, if he puts together another five, six years doing that, I, I don't know how many other receivers have done that consistently. Yeah, that's... I mean, even Calvin Johnson, like Calvin played eight. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> and, and, and granted, the difference is, you know, Calvin was dominant in that eight, you know... Eight-year span, nine-year span, whatever it was, he ended up playing. I thought I think it was eight. But even he didn't hit that number. And, and you're, you're, I'm, I'm telling you, there's years where Mike Evans only played 13 games, still had 1,000 yards. 15 games, still had 1,000 yards. Like, Calvin didn't even do that. So I, I just I – th- I think when you're looking at the bigger body wide receivers that are out there right now, he's, he's definitely on track for it. He obviously has a Super Bowl, which tends to help. And I, and I think, you know, the thing you bring up is the fact that he hasn't gotten a ton of trouble or got himself in trouble – which seems to be what holds back a lot of the greatest wide receivers from from getting in with a lot of the people who vote on that stuff. 
I think when you look at someone like Calvin Johnson, he's a three-time first-team All-Pro. Like, that, that's a differentiator. Uh, and, and, again, I think it comes down to what – we just had this conversation the other day, right? What is being valued and measuring and weighing out what, what constitutes you being a Hall of Famer? You know, the one thing that, you know, you got to look at is, you know, Calvin was also uh, a two-time receiving, you know, yards leader. Right. He also was a receptions leader. He also right. was a touchdowns leader. So when you think about his body of work, you're connecting, and, and here's the word, here it comes, is it accolades and and stats, or is it stats and accolades aren't so much as important or the or vice versa? You know, because to me, if I'm looking at Mike Evans's career right now, he's having a fine career, and statistically speaking, that is amazing to do what he's doing. But does that constitute him? Is that enough for him to be a Hall of Famer? You know, is four because really you just got to look at the Pro Bowls. Is it is it the Super Bowl and the four Pro Bowls? And 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 if you want to go into the stats and and then the getting thousand yard you know seasons, are are those the 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 ingredients for him to get into to the Hall of Fame? And I would say I think I think not. I think that he has to have something of more significance he's got to he's got to land a first team all pro you know at least once if he gets another super bowl and he's a thousand yard receiver or he leads the league in receptions or leads the league in and passing you know receiving yards different things like that i think that puts him in the conversation more of a conversation of being a hall of famer but make no mistake about it he's got a little bit more time um, I'm not going to be a downer on it. I, it's just interesting that we just had this conversation because, you know, again, I have been looking at certain players that I believe should have already been inducted into the Hall of Fame. So it's not always going to be stats because if you're looking at stats, Brian Mitchell, stat-wise, should have been a shoe-in for for the Hall of Fame. Let me it's ask you that. When just, you say that, do you mean because of returning yards? Yeah, I mean, you look at all his yards in terms of of specialists. He is the greatest specialist in terms right, that, of right. That, that's what yards. I'm asking because I yes, think when people absolutely. hear that name, there's a lot of people who don't watch enough football to know like what you're talking about. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll hear you say that and they'll be like, "Oh, what do you mean?" Like, he, and, look and at how I'm he glad you it. I'm glad you clarified it because here's the thing: you have three phases of a game, three. Right. And if you can win two, they say if you can win two out of the three phases, you'll win the game. And and a lot of the success and winning those Super Bowls during those Super Bowl, you know, years, a lot of that success was Brian Mitchell and his ability to change the field position, to change the game because he was able to do so many amazing things on special teams, not to mention he was a cover guy as well. You know what I mean? So he did everything on special teams. So statistically speaking, yes, I'm saying in special teams as a specialist, there's no one that even comes close. He dwarfs and and covers everyone in terms of statistically speaking from, like I said, from Devin Hester, who seems to be a, a guy that's going to go into the Hall of Fame at some point. It's not even close. So if, if, if it's a stats conversations then you know then you have to have the 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 conversation of 
what constitutes when stats matter. If it's accolades, then, again, I brought up Greg Lloyd. Then what constitutes when when awards and accolades are are a part of it? Because, you know, I think it's a little bit – There's well, maybe not a little bit. There's, there's certainly a gray area as to what these voters are looking for when trying to, to decide well, who they're going to, to vote into to the hall. Eric Metcalf's another guy. He's got uh, three Reds Pro return. Bowls, two All-Pros. Um, so he, he's got more accolades than Brian Mitchell, but you know I don't know that he's got necessarily the no, numbers it, to match No, he does not have let the me, numbers. Let, have let numbers. me ask you guys this, because when you start talking about numbers, all that kind of stuff, Frank Gore played 16 years in the NFL. Yep. Went for over 1,000 yards nine times. And... If I was to ask you, like, hey, is he put together a Hall of Fame resume? Yes. But so, then does the question go to, is it a first ballot Hall of Fame because of the well, longevity? I, 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 the I, that's, that's what I'm asking you, LeVar. Do you think he's in the Hall of Fame, yes or no? I think he had a Hall of Fame career. Okay. And is that because of longevity then? Because, like, to the same points you made about Mike Evans in comparison to Calvin Johnson, he only had five Pro Bowls in comparison to what Evans has had been in four in eight years. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't play as consistently as, as Evans has so far. And so that's why I say, like, if he goes another – so think about this. He, if he goes another four years of having over 1,000 yards the next four seasons, yeah, that's better but than Isaac Bruce. Isaac Bruce a, never did that. Yeah. Calvin Johnson never did that. T.O. never did that. Only Jerry Rice, at least from some of the guys I've looked up, had 12 straight seasons of over 1,000 yards receiving. That's impressive. I just think, again, if we're I mean, talking he's got to do it today, first, but th- there you go. Because you, you and I both know, Q, that shelf life can creep up on you pretty quickly. It could go from zero to 60 well, or from 30. 60 to zero. <laughs> Is it the one thing with Frank Gore, though, if, if you can call him a compiler? Because I don't think, was Frank Gore ever considered the best running back in the NFL at any point no. during his no, career? And, and, and no. I, I think that's what the Hall of Fame has become. Like, I think voters, it's not even, it's, it's accolades and stats, I'll back up, back it up. But I think nowadays they look and say, look, was the guy the best at his position for a period of time or a set period of time? Like, like what, what was he? If he wasn't, that it's a great career, but it's not Hall of Fame worthy. Like, I, I think that's what their criteria is now. Uh-huh. Just looking at the way they've voted and talked over, you know, the past five, you know, ten years that have paid attention to it. If, if I'm in that group and they say, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer, I would say yes, just because at that position to play as long as he did, when you when you go through what he went through, especially his backstory, and this is the other part of this too, it's the human element and, and it's the, the human vote. So they're either going to hold grudges or they're going to celebrate you and there's going to be an emotion that's attached to it. Everybody knows Terrell Owens should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he had to wait. And I think Terrell Owens had had a better career by Calvin Johnson by a mile. It's not even close. But he had to wait because there was bad blood or there was a feeling from the media that he was a jerk or an a-hole to some of those guys while he played. And so they held grudges against him. I, I just think one of the conversations you're going to have with Mike Evans is is what we said. Never an issue. Like, he was a nice guy. He's more likely to get in than Antonio Brown. Like I think Mike Evans is more likely to get in Antonio Brown because of Antonio Brown's stuff off the field. I just I think well, that's part of the conversation. Not, let's be clear. Today, that's not more likely. Right. It, it, today, it's, it's, it's not like you can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't take away from AB's body of work. I mean, it is his body of work. That and body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. So. <laughs> 
You can't take that away from him. But I will say, uh, if Mike Evans, as, as Q mentioned, if he can continue on with that, then that's a different story. But he still has some work to do. And that's that, that takes years of time to be able to, to well, get to the point. The other thing is it, it, it also depends on who he plays with. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you know, it, once Brady retires, it's like, all right, who's coming in behind him? Like, that could play just as big of a role in, in how it impacts him. It, it could matter who their, you know, head coach is. You know, is this going to be a team that's going to be as pass-happy as we saw under Bruce Arians? Like, no risk and no biscuit style? Those things are still to be decided. I, I tend to believe when you have a defensive-minded headed coach, when you get in certain situations or scenarios, you're going to run. You're going to run or just play more conservative. Like you're not, you're not risking it. You're not, you're not yeah. trying to go after that biscuit. You know, like you're, yeah. you know, you're going to, you know, maybe check it down instead or, or run a little screen or something like That's that. That's why they so. kept them around. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports you Radio. Throw that thing, talk. Anything? Uh, what was different about yesterday? I don't understand. Like was Eddie there, wasn't well, Eddie wasn't okay. here. Yeah. yeah, just was wondering. Uh, was it like awkward or something? When I'm just doubling it, down on Eddie wasn't here. Okay. Very good. <laughs> hey, uh, we we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The six blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at DollarShaveClub.com or in stores. All right, so coming up next, uh, we could see the return of a quarterback in the NFL, and somebody on this show is going to be thrilled about this. We'll have that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Hey. Mike check. Hey. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture you will not find anywhere else to make your next move your best move and tap in with me on kj live wherever you get your podcast from hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and Installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Redestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, uh, about a little over 10 minutes from now, we are going to have uh, the very latest on uh, the hot rumor in the NFL about uh, a quarterback. Quarterback looking for a home. We'll get into that for you here on FSR. Before we get into another edition of In Case You Missed It, want to let you know we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth dollar shave club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it and lead the lap is not here today so we turn it over to the executive producer in for lead. Let's leave yeah. it alone. Let's go pretty Ricky. It's, uh, it's pretty Ricky. Uh, Ricky Herrera, who is in for uh, old lead to d- d- the lap. What's up, Ricky? Guys, in case you missed it, LeVar's boy, former number two overall pick Robert Griffin III, yeah. told CBS 10 that he tr- still trains every day and is ready to return to the league if called upon. How about that, LeVar? Come on, a little RG3 in our lives again? Yeah, why not? Come on, LeVar. I mean, he didn't play when he was still active. (laughs) 
but great. I mean, I mean, hey, By the way, stay I, ready. I did see a video of him like jumping out of the pool, which is it's tough to do if you've ever tried it. But um, it's like virtually impossible for for a normal normal person to, to right. do it. Right. I He's barely can walk out of the pool. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let alone jump out of it. Um, I'm just I'm a little curious. Um, is his book's coming out next month, right? The uh, the tell it all. Was, it was scheduled to come out okay. next month. Yeah. yeah, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering what, what's happening with that. Because yeah, the uh, person yeah, that the, that was going to to write it, I guess, uh, chose different. Yeah, you know? just <laughs> said you know not a lot here. Uh, yeah, well, it's going to go in they, a different direction. They kind of read the articles and the headlines that hit when he announced it, and then. Uh, Probably thought better of it. I did, so he's got he's working at ESPN. Um, is this just hey? It's either now or never, and uh, you know, take one last uh, try and get back in the league one last time. And if it doesn't work out, at least I got the broadcasting thing. Is that all this uh, is? I, or? Think, I, I mean, yes, that is the, the the quick answer to it. But I just think this is he's just one of those guys. He loves to work out, and there's you're always. There's just certain guys that's always going to be infatuated with the thought of being able to make a comeback. He's like one of those guys. Like, he's infatuated with the idea of making a comeback, you know. I hate to do this, Q, but it just seems like that's more of a covered thing for quarterbacks, you know, if you know wow. what I mean. Yeah. Wow. I, I think the hard thing for him is, and, and this is the hard thing when you get born into the league and you have the immediate success that he did, is you feel like you still have the ability to do that, right? Like, like the position, even in your older age, it allows you to still be able to, if you can play from the pocket, and obviously the, the older you get, the more you're around the game, the more the game slows down for you, which is probably the biggest jump, I think, and, and, and more so for quarterbacks than most players, because it's not as dependent on your physical skills. It's dependent upon your mental skills, your ability to process and see the game. And you start getting in the years six, seven, eight, you're watching things like in slow motion. And so I can only imagine someone like Tom Brady who's played 20-plus years, what, 22 years, 23 years, whatever it's been, in the league, how slow it all looks. Yeah. I mean, the game hadn't changed that much. It's still football. So I, I think it's a byproduct of him you know, feeling that and saying, dude, I can physically do it, and I feel like the game has slowed down so much for me mentally – I just want another shot. Like, I just want someone to believe in me where I can go in there and try to play this game. Because the other thing is, think about how much more protection is provided to quarterbacks now than even when he started 10 years ago. Yeah. When he was drafted in 2012, like, you think about how quarterbacks are guarded and protected in the pocket, even out of the pocket to a degree. Like, all that's changed. So, um, I, I can relate to – you know, what his thought process is, just wanting a chance. And, and, and thinking that, and he's probably not wrong, that he's better than some of the other backup younger guys who are on rosters just because they're cheaper. I mean, that's the other thing of how this usually works. Like, there's guys who are on rosters that are providing, you know, that quote-unquote insurance policy that aren't going to make as much as RG3 is because even his league minimum is going to be higher than whatever those, those young bucks are going to, you know, going to play for. You know, and he's got a statue. You know, back in college, back at Baylor, he's he does. He's man. got a statue, you know, and just you know. So anytime you well, got he, a statue, because now do you think so he good, asked man. for that statue? Yeah. Or they, they, they get it <laughs> Is it like the Hollywood Walk of Fame? You got to pay for like a portion yeah. of it. I think yeah. if you want your star in the Walk of Fame. I mean, I, at least because I've seen his statue. It's a nice statue. He didn't. He didn't pull a Cristiano Ronaldo where he worked with a guy who was, you know, what I'm saying making it. 
And I'll so bet. you try to overemphasize some certain areas. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that it what happened? It looks like – yeah, it, it, it looks like um, – uh, I can't remember which Cristiano Ronaldo statue because I think he's got multiple. There's one that looks like there's a campsite uh, just, just below his belly button. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I got just you. Below, a bunch of people had threw up some tents, and it looks oh, like just you. below his belly button. I got you. Wow. Yeah. Make, makes all the sense in the world. You know, well, just, you know, when pill- you're great, you're great. Just a you know. pillowcase. I, I, that's just a good-looking dude. He didn't have to be great. He's, he's yeah. like the Maria Sharapova. Now, he happens to be great. He happens to be amazing. But he could be Maria like Maria Sharapova. Sharapova was good-looking. Yeah. Yeah, and she was good. Yeah. Anna Kornikova is probably a better comparison. Who's right? the one that's married to Enrique Iglesias? Is that Anna Kornikova? Anna Kornikova, yeah. yeah. I, don't I mean, Sh- Sharapova actually had a lot more success, so that's probably a bad comp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else we got, Ricky? Okay. <laughs> Guys, get there. in case you missed it, one Seahawks fan bashed tennis on Twitter as not being a real sport. The official U.S. Open Twitter account replied, It's ironic to hear such a comment from someone about to watch 17 games of Drew Locke at quarterback. It's just insulting. It's, it's insulting. Didn't Drew Locke, what was Drew Locke's uh, response uh, to the intern? Or what? I think he called whoever this was an intern. Why, why do they let people like run these team or company accounts and and just let them do what they want to do and and try and insult people cuz it just it just makes it makes whoever's running the account look like a knob like they're By just now geeks. they that you got enough knowledge about it i'd say before there wasn't enough knowledge about social media but by now there's no excuse to just let somebody you know kind of represent the brand that way have you guys ever I, let somebody I, else send a tweet on on in your account like no, us. I've thought Go about ahead. it, but I've been scared to thinking like, well, what happens if they get drunk and they just start going right. going ham on on someone on Twitter? I mean, I had a, a company do it for a Twitter yeah. chat. Before. Yeah. Oh wow, that's actually not true. I have had I, uh, someone yeah. do some tweets for me. Not huh. think about Twitter it. chat. I just lied. Uh, my apologies. That's right. So right. so burner well, it wasn't accounts. a lie. You corrected it. No, so no, not that. Yeah. Just on mine. Yeah. I, I'm not like you. I don't have burner accounts. You don't have burner accounts? Right. No, I, I don't have the Jonah Knox burner accounts uh, that I tweet oh, wow. at myself. That's Jonas' strategy. He says the worst things from his burner accounts to himself, so right. no one else can top that on Twitter. I'm in desperate need of content. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a content factory. You know? <laughs> We're not in overnights anymore, though. <laughs> Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.